0: Chapters one through seven of the Book of Job from the Holy Bible in Modern English, translated by Farrar Fenton. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Mark Penfold. Chapter One There was a man in the land of Luz named Job. He was true and upright, and feared God, and avoided wrong he had seven sons and three daughters born to him and his possessions were seven thousand sheep and three thousand camels and five hundred yoke of oxen and five hundred she asses a very large estate so that the man was greater than all the Benikedem. his sons were accustomed often to feast at the house of each other and would send and invite their sisters to eat and drink with them but when the days of festivity had gone round, Job would send and sanctify them in the morning and offer burnt offerings for the whole. For Job reflected, It may be my children have sinned by not thanking God in their hearts. Job continually behaved thus. But the day came when the sons of God advanced to report themselves before the Lord, and the accuser also was amongst them. AND WHEN THE LORD ASKED THE ACCUSER, WHERE DO YOU COME FROM? THE ACCUSER ANSWERED THE LORD, AND SAID, FROM FLYING OVER THE EARTH AND TRAVELING IN IT. THEN THE LORD ASKED THE ACCUSER, HAVE YOU FIXED YOUR ATTENTION UPON MY SERVANT JOB, THAT THERE IS NOT A MAN LIKE HIM UPON EARTH, HONEST AND UPRIGHT, WHO FEARS GOD AND AVOIDS WRONG? The accuser, however, answered the Lord, and said, Does Job reverence God for nothing? Have you not made a fence for him and his family and all that he has all round? You have blessed the work of his hands, and his property has extended over the country. But perhaps if you stretched out your hand and destroyed all he possesses, he would curse you to your face <laughs> the lord consequently replied to the accuser whatever he has shall be in your power except that you shall not exert your hand upon himself so the accuser departed from the presence of the lord then another day arrived when his sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in the house of their eldest brother when a messenger came to job and said the oxen were ploughing and the she asses grazing near them when the shabim fell on and seized them and have assaulted their attendants with the sword and i alone have escaped to inform you whilst he was speaking another came and said the fire of god has fallen from the skies and has consumed the flocks and their attendants and destroyed them except myself and i only have escaped to inform you whilst he was yet speaking another came and said the kazdim collected in three troops and rushed upon the camels and seized them and have assaulted their attendants with the edge of the sword except myself and i only have escaped to tell you while he was speaking another came and said your sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house when a great storm came from over the desert and seized the four corners of the house and flung it down upon the youths and killed them except myself and i alone have escaped to tell you then job arose and tore his robe and shaved his head and threw himself upon the ground and worshipped and said i came naked from my mother's womb and naked i shall return the lord gave and the lord has taken blessed be the name of the lord in this job did not sin nor accuse god of injustice chapter two another day arrived when the sons of god reported themselves to the lord and the accuser reported himself amongst them to the lord when the lord asked the accuser where do you come from and the accuser answered the lord and said from flying over the earth and up and down in it the lord then asked the accuser have you fixed your attention on my servant job that there is none like him on the earth an honest and upright man who fears god and turns from wrong who yet retains his virtues although you induced me to causelessly afflict him the accuser however replied to the lord and said Skin to skin, a man will give all that he has for his life. Perhaps if you were to extend your hand now and torture his bones and his flesh, he would curse you to your face. <laughs> so the Lord answered the accuser and said, Look, he is in your power, except that you shall regard his life the accuser consequently went out from the presence of the lord and struck job with a painful ulcerous inflammation from the sole of his foot to the crown of his head and he took a potsherd to scrape himself with and he sat down amongst the ashes his wife however said to him will you stick to your virtues curse god and die but he replied to her you speak as one of the worthless women speak we accepted comforts from god so should we not also accept discomfort in all that job did not sin with his lips now three friends of job heard of all these troubles that had come upon him so each came from his house eliphaz the temanite and bildad the shuhite and zophar the namathite and agreed to go and mourn with him and comfort him. But when they from a distance raised their eyes and could not recognize him, they lifted up their voices and wept, and each tore his robe and flung dust on their heads, and were stupefied and sat with him for seven days and seven nights on the earth, but did not speak to him, for they saw that his despair was great. Chapter 3 at length job opened his mouth and cursed his day and job exclaimed and said perish the day i was born when night said a man is conceived let that day be darkness itself let god not look down from above nor shine upon it with his light let death's gloomy shadow avenge black clouds make their resting-place there and terrors in daytime affright count it not in the course of the year nor reckon along with the months let solitude be in that night that in it no joy may be heard let them curse it who curse at the day those stripped to be offered the snake, let the stars of its dawning be dark. Let it long for, but never have light, and see not the eyelids of morn, for it closed not the doors of the womb, nor hid my distress from my sight. Why died I not in the womb, or expired in the act of my birth? oh why did the knees give support and why did the breasts that i sucked for then i had lain and been still then had rest and found ease for myself with the kings and the statesmen of earth who build themselves desolate tombs or with princes along with their gold who fill up their graves with their wealth or had been like abortions concealed like children that never see light where the wicked must seize from their crimes where the strong when exhausted have rest where together the captives can lie and hear not their driver's fierce voice where the small and the great are alike and the slave from his master is free oh why give the wretched the light and life to the bitter and soul who long for but cannot meet death dig more than for treasure for him who delight and will even exult and are glad when they find out the tomb to a man on a path that is lost and whose landmarks his god has confused for my sighing comes up with my food, and my groanings like water poured out. For the terror I fear has arrived, and that which I dreaded has come. I invited peace, quiet, and rest, but instead savage tumult steps in. Chapter 4. "'Eliphaz, the Temanite, however, replied and said, "'If we speak you a word, will you fret? "'But who can his excitement restrain? "'Consider how many you taught and strengthened the hands of the weak. "'Your speaking supported the faint, and you strengthened the trembling knees. "'But now it has come on yourself. "'You stagger and grieve at its touch.' was not your religion your trust and your trueness in action your hope think where are the innocent lost and where are the upright destroyed i see that the plowers for vice and the sowers of wrong reap the crop undone by the blast sent from god they waste in his tempest of wrath as lions and roaring bears moan and the teeth of the tiger will fail and old lions perish for prey and the young of the leopards will faint for a word once came stealing to me and my ears caught a rustle of sound in thoughts and in visions of night when deep slumber falls upon men then terror and trembling approached and my powerful frame was afraid then a breathing flowed over my face the hair on my body stood up it stopped but i saw not its form the appearance approached to my sight it stopped but i heard like a voice can man be more righteous than god than his master a mortal more pure look in his servants he cannot confide and he finds in his angels defects more in us who reside in clay huts built on dust that are crushed by a moth WE WHO DIE BETWEEN DAWN AND THE DUSK, WHO UNNOTICED CONTINUOUSLY FADE, WHOSE VITALITY FRITTERS AWAY, WHO DIE BEFORE WISDOM IS REACHED. CHAPTER five. CALL NOW, WHO WILL ANSWER TO YOU, AND TO WHOM OF THE SAINTS WILL YOU TURN? FOR THE FOOL BY VEXATION IS slain, AND THE SILLY IS KILLED BY HIS RAGE. I HAVE LOOKED ON THE VILE TAKING ROOT but i marked out his home for a crash his children are far from secure they fail in the gate without help their harvests the famished will eat and the parched seize their coolers of snow and the hungry will swallow their wealth no affliction springs not from the dust nor does grief grow up out of the ground but man himself causes his grief as the children of flame fly upright for myself i should cry out to god to the almighty present my address who does great and unsearchable things and wonders unnumbered are his who gives rain to the mouth of the earth sends the brooks on the face of the meads who raises the lowly on high and saves the depressed by his power who frustrates the plans of the rogues so their hands cannot work out their wish who captures the skilled by their craft and baffles their villainous schemes so that darkness o'ershadows their day and at noontide they grope as at night thus he rescues the weak from their mouth and the wretched from clutch of their hand so therefore the weak have a hope and iniquity closes her mouth but blessed is the man god corrects so despise not the almighty's reproof for he grieves us and he can console he breaks us but his hand can heal he will save you six times from distress and in seven the woe will not touch in famine will free you from death and in war from the hand of the sword he will hide from the lash of the tongue yes unmoved at destruction's approach you can laugh at destruction and death and fear not the beast of the field WITH THE STONES ON THE PLAIN YOU MAKE LEAGUE, WHILE THE BEASTS OF THE FIELD ARE YOUR FRIENDS, AND YOU KNOW THAT YOUR TENT IS SECURE, AND MUSTER YOUR FOLDS AND MISS NONE. YOU WILL KNOW THAT YOUR SEEDS WILL INCREASE AND GROW LIKE THE GRASS FROM THE GROUND. YOU WILL GO IN OLD AGE TO THE TOMB, AS THE CORNSTACK IS PILED AT ITS TIME. THESE WE HAVE PROVED, THEY ARE SURE. ATTEND AND INSTRUCT YOUR OWN YOURSELF. CHAPTER 6 But Job replied and said, "'Who will carefully weigh out my grief "'and poise all my woes in the scale? "'For they outweigh the sand of the sea. "'My words have in consequence weight. "'I am pierced by the Almighty's darts "'whose poison my spirit drinks up, "'and against me all God's terrors fight.' does the zebra bray over the grass does the ox bellow over its food can the tasteless be ate without salt what flavor has white of an egg what myself would refuse to have touched in my sickness is offered as food who will help me to gain my request will god ever give me my hope and crush me at last to my joy, swing his hand out and dash me to bits, then I should at least be consoled, though I shrink from the unsparing pain. See, I hide not my innermost thoughts, for what is my strength or my hope? What object for lengthening my life? Is my strength like the hardness of stones? is my body compounded of bronze alas there is no one to ease and from me all deliverance has gone to the burdened his friends should be kind lest he lose for the almighty respect but my friends have betrayed like a brook they pass like the rush from a storm they are black with the ice on their top. Their sources are hid in the snow. But they vanish in periods of warmth. In the heat they have gone from their place. They turn from the paths of their course. They go up in vapor and fade. Timon's caravans trusted to them. The merchants of Sheba relied. They came but their trust is betrayed. They relied, but their hope is deceived. And you are like them, are you not? You see me depressed, and you shrink. Have I asked you to grant me a gift, or to give me a part of your wealth, or relieve from the hand of distress, or redeem from the hand that afflicts? Inform me. AND I WILL BE STILL, INSTRUCT ME IN WHAT I AM WRONG. HOW STRONG ARE IDEAS THAT ARE RIGHT, BUT WHAT DO YOUR ARGUMENTS PROVE? DO YOU THINK THAT YOUR SPEECHES CONVINCE, LIKE THE WIND ARE THE THOUGHTS OF DESPAIR? WHY SHOULD YOU THE HELPLESS assail AND DIG OUT A PIT FOR YOUR FRIEND? But now be contented to watch, and see if I lie to your face. Examine and be not unjust. Yes, search, for my right is in that. Is there a disease in my tongue that I cannot decide between things? CHAPTER seven. Has man not a warfare on earth? his days are like hireling's days he pants like a slave for the shade and hopes like a workman for wage and so i bear wearisome months and nights of distress are my lot if i lay myself down i exclaim when will gloom cease that i may arise and am filled with disturbance till dawn worms and clods are the garments i wear my skin is all wrinkled and melts my days are the weft of a loom they drop by the break of a thread remember my life is a breath nor shall i come back to see good WHILE YOU LOOK UPON ME, I AM GONE, THE EYE WILL NOT SEE ME THAT SAW, LIKE A CLOUD THAT CONSUMES AND IS GONE, MAN GOES TO HIS GRAVE, NOR RETURNS, HE NEVER RETURNS TO HIS HOME, HE GAZES NO MORE ON HIS HOUSE, I WILL NOT THEREFORE GOVERN MY WRATH. I will speak in my anguish of soul and complain in my sorrow of life. Am I like the serpent of seas that a keeper is placed over me? When I say, now my couch will relieve, my bed will assuage my complaint. You terrify me in my dreams, and at visions I suddenly start, and my soul... HAS DESIRE TO BE CHOKED, FOR DEATH, than TO BE IN MY FRAME. I HATE LIFE, I WOULD NOT ALWAYS LIVE. GO AWAY, FOR MY DAYS ARE A SHADE. WHAT IS MAN THAT YOU LET HIM GROW UP, AND WHY SET YOUR HEART UPON HIM? WHY VISIT AT DAWNING OF DAY, AND THEN SUDDENLY BRING HIM TO GRIEF? Will you not grant this trifle to me to swallow my spittle in peace? Have I sinned, O you guardian of men? Yet why set me up as your mark and make me a load to myself? And why not forgive me my sin and sweep all my passions away? For soon I shall lie in the dust, and when I am sought for, be not. The end of chapters one through seven. Recording by Mark Penfold.